Phil's gone for the uh, Mighty Maple. And the chocolate. And I'm going to put it together. Ooh. Oh, you. Look at that. Woohoo! <laughs> now, you got me. I might do the maple. Oh, it's almost like a Reese's peanut butter cup. <laughs> Good day, all, and welcome to episode 70. It's all about peanut butter and co. Hello, Phil. Oh, we're back. <laughs> Are you raring to go? Um... Yeah, one or two more cups of coffee. That's right. We'll perk you up as this goes As it percolates. That's all. We want to welcome back our faithful listeners. And um, it was great to see so many people listen to the Best of series, and it was well-received. Yeah. Uh Yeah, Even you listened to one. Even I listened to it, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I told you. I can't believe how much stuff we continue on about. That's (laughs) how this was born. There we go. Now, did you have any... um, Good eating over the last month? Not really. <laughs> Did you have any? Nothing exciting, nothing that was uh, mind-blowing, no. Any mishaps? Other than uh, last night, yeah, getting oil over my new. Well, I went to open a jar of peanut butter that was all natural, and yes. it wasn't one of these ones on the table. And um, it was sort of dark, right. and the oil separated to the top. And got all of them, one of my brand new shirts that I bought myself for Christmas. So I I'm took sorry. Out, I had to go take out the, the emergency measures, you know, break glass and stuff like that. Yes. Yeah, I was ready to throw some glasses and I cups. was going to say, was there a bit of swearing going on when that happened? No, I held my temper and uh, <laughs> got out the first thing I could think of that to absorb the oil. Yes. Which is my double zero pizza flour. <laughs> Put that all over it. Then went downstairs, got on Google, looked to see what to do. Well, that was part right. I mean, they said baking soda, but this just That's to absorb it out. And let it sit there and then put some shout on it and then um, let it sit for an hour and rinse it off with some hot water and then let it soak for another hour and then let it soak overnight because I didn't want to put the wash on. So it's in a washing machine right now on the stain uh, cycle. There stain is a stain cycle. cycle. Oh, mine's not that fancy. Yeah, it goes for three cycle. and a half hours. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> it's just going to beat the stain out of it. Yeah, That's exactly what yeah. it And uh, the other thing I told you, when she takes it out of the uh, washing machine, don't throw that shirt into the dryer because if it's not all out, it will basically cook it. Yes. So. Do you need to text a reminder? Or are you okay? You still have three hours to go. No, I left her a note. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. <laughs> now. Should have left her a note. Yeah. We had... What so did, what did wait a minute? So what did you eat good over the last month? Well, I made prime rib. Whoa! For Christmas, Lowry's was, prime rib. Huh? I wish it was so exciting because oh. I love it, and I haven't had it. My dad used to make that for Christmas, so mm. that made me very happy. And what else? And actually, we because I had some time off. Yeah, we did lots of breakfasts and brunches and a few uh, dinners, and one dinner in particular. There's this place. I think it's in New South Wales, but there's two in Melbourne. I, we just found it. Um, Kicking in. So it's a Cajun place, but Cajun with a K. Yeah. But it was, you're, it's like a crab boil, essentially. Mm. And so all of our food came out of a bag and was put on the table. Huh. And we ate with our hands. No grits. <laughs> and there was no biscuits to sop no up all the sauce. But they had a baguette. And that was so yummy. So now... I am going to just count the days because mm-hmm. we had shrimp and Morton Bay bugs. They also do lobsters and um, Alaskan crab. And yeah, like a Morton Bay bugs, like a crawdad. Yeah, yeah. So yep. we had that. Yeah. And uh, yes, Brendan would come out and dump it. Yeah, that's right, <laughs> Brendan. Dump it, and run. it was a bit of a cultural shock for you, wasn't it? Oh, gloves. Well, well, well the, we went one time over to uh, the fashion capital of the world, Chadston, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> Went to one of the Korean uh, Korean chicken places, yeah, yeah, and they uh, gave us gloves to eat the chicken. Well, well, that see, that is pretty. But that's polite because there's not enough napkins to take care of everything. Yeah. Like we were, um, but then it's not finger looking good. <laughs> yeah, that aftertaste. No, yeah. So, um, yeah. So we did that, and um, I think that was my only experiment we did. I did my usual ham. Yeah. But, yeah, we tried a lot of new places. So hopefully, maybe we can uh, 
I think we should have a podcast meeting there one day. <laughs> a podcast meeting? I'll be there. Yeah. Right there. Okay, yeah. So all the lunch just comes on the table. Yeah. We eat with our hands and oh, forget it. Oh, shouting. Yes. Because we're going to tell them to get on to this big podcast that goes out all over the world. That's right. Yes, we, we, can, we can make them famous. <laughs> can you put some lobster in that one? Thank yeah. you. And now, also, we're going to change a few things. Yes, year, we are. We're right? changing new for 2022. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on February 2nd. Yes. It'll be 222222. Two, 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 two. Oh, cool. Oh, 2222. Two, two. Yeah, only 222. Oh, two. You take the O out. Yeah, yeah two, so two, if you just do the abbreviation. 2022. Yeah. Oh, 22, yes. Okay. Yeah. So it'll be a two, and at 222. <laughs> And 22 seconds. At night, yeah. Yeah. Wow. we got to stay up that before. 10, 22. Gee. Uh, 22, 23. I wonder how many babies will be born at that mm. 22, 22, 22. Wow, they'll be famous. They will be. Mm. Well, the newspapers need something to cover besides the obvious. Yeah. Now, so all housekeeping is now going to be at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, we have some. Sure, so we've got to clean up all this mess that we're doing right That's now. That's right. Yeah. We'll need the housekeeping there. Um, we have some new shorter seg- segments that are coming at the end, and those segments will rotate between Ripper Recipes, Product Profiles, a new one, Knowledge Nuggets, and Sean's Superstore Special. Yeah, the three S's to go with the three twos. Yeah. <laughs> now, do you want to tell us what's on today's show? Oh, today's show. Well, I got to turn the page. Before I well, that's handy. Yes. Our focus is on a family-owned institution today, Peanut Butter and Co. It is okay. there. So they got 10, 10x flavors uh, of peanut butter. Yes. And we're going to try six of them today. So we might not be talking uh, pretty clearly. Don't we don't have a mask on, but it might sound like it. Yes, it might be a bit messy. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. So we we'll go to the country history, the recipes, and the restaurant menu. All about that, about PB and K from New York City. That's right, Jerry Seinfeld's favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, also, it is. Can I just say I've. Got the six jars of peanut butter a week ago yep. or two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and it is a miracle that there's any left. <laughs> That's true. Because I keep going, don't eat too much because we need to taste it, and then you can go. Okay, crazy. so fun facts. Yes. So there are four different types of peanuts. Right. There's a runner. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones that get out of here. <laughs> the Valencia. I wonder if they're orange in color. And the Spanish, and the Virginian. Okay. Okay, so it takes about 540 peanuts to make a 12-ounce jar of peanut butter. That's a lot of That's peanuts. That's a lot of peanuts. When I was looking this stuff up, it's the first time I ever saw how they were grown. So when you, like, pull them out of the ground. Yeah. And, oh, it's amazing. It's a very legumy. You pull them out of the ground? Yeah. Oh, they grow underneath the ground? Yeah. I didn't know that. I thought they grew on, like, a branch. Well, if you hit YouTube. <laughs> I've been down to Virginia, Yes. And I've been down the south, but I've never seen peanuts being grown. So maybe because I didn't notice them. Because that's right. Well, I've you, seen cotton. That's right. If you drove past, you wouldn't know what it was. Yeah, it's cotton is pretty obvious. Cotton is very obvious and not very attractive. Uh, now, fun fact number two. Contrary to popular belief, George Washington Carver did not invent peanut butter. He was one of the greatest inventors in American history, though, discovering over 300 uses for peanuts, including chili sauce, shampoo, shaving cream, and glue. Mm. Um, Marcellus Edson, who is unfortunately a Canadian, sorry to all our Canadian <laughs> listeners, uh, he patented peanut butter paste in 1884, and then I'm sure one of us ripped him off and then claimed it for ourselves. <laughs> but then we call it peanut butter. Yeah, not paste. Yeah, not, not paste. That's, what, that's like an Australian term. Like ham paste, like deviled ham paste. Yeah. Fish paste. Mm. I used to make sandwiches for Brendan. And paste fish is not paste. a good word for no, a lot awful. of food products. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, oh, the poor Europeans! You know why they're always in the uh, dumper and always cranky? <laughs> yeah, always cranky because they only eat less than one tablespoon of peanut butter a year. Well, that's just sad. It is sad. <laughs> that explains maybe that's that German forthrightness and yeah. whether it's the grumpy so yeah. often. Um, we've got <laughs> look at he, look at the Brits. <laughs> it's not looking think, right now. You only think they're happy because the funny way they talk. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Boris Johnson. And Boris is there. That can make you laugh, too. Yeah, That's at quite... least he has here. Anyway. Well, yeah, he does. Uh, now, we're going back to our presidential facts. Okay. Okay, so Jimmy Carter, Jr., grew up with his parents on a 360-acre peanut farm. While serving as president, Jimmy Carter placed the business into a blind trust, 
Following the election loss in 81, the Carters were informed that because of three years of drought and several changes in warehouse management, I wonder if Billy was involved in that, they were over a million dollars in debt. So the Carters sold the family business and also began writing books, which helped them recover financially. Uh, And to keep tradition going, TJ, Thomas Jefferson, was also a peanut farmer, among other things. And uh, I have to say, peanuts must be good for you because... You know, Jimmy is nearly 100, and he's oh, still yeah. building houses, and he's beaten mm, and cancer, it, and he's still kicking. What was the, What did he call his mom when he was in office? Oh, I've forgotten now. Yeah, well, I've looked that up. At the break, break we yeah, looked that up. Because she looked like they were like 100. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Mm. Short gray hair. Yeah. And so that is, those are our fun facts right now, mm. and we will be back with more after the break. Okay. <laughs> Okay, now, so Jimmy Carter, Carter, yes, his mother, Miss Lillian. That's it. As they do in anybody down south, they always call the the lady of the house by her first name with Miss, or actually Miss Carter too would be proper. That's right. And we actually we talked about Owen the other week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a new employee, and he's from Texas. And when he sends me a text, he calls me Miss Barbara. Yeah, Miss Barbara. <laughs> And I love it. Uh, now, this we decided to talk about Peanut Butter & Co. Because um, it's an old favorite that we had and loved. And now we have it back in the shop. Yeah, it's back. So we, I was just wondering, when do you think we first had it at USA Foods? At least 10 years ago. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. And what what brought it to your attention? How did uh, you discover I, it? I met the owner at uh, one of the food shows in New York. Fantastic. And... Uh, then we end up going to the restaurant in a whole schmeal. And uh, yeah, it's good peanut butter. I like peanut butter. And especially when you had the, like the flavored ones, like the chocolate and the vanilla. Like we'll talk about those. But um, yeah, and that's what got me that it was different. It was healthier. Uh, they taste great. Might and, as well. Yeah. And, and, they've, mm. and they've got great names like White Chocolate Wonderful, yeah. and Dark Chocolate Dreams. Mighty Maple. <laughs> so Lee <laughs> Zalbin. Mighty Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Lee Zalbin would have been the gentleman that yep. you met, Lee. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's still CEO, but the um, the restaurant did close in 2016. They're concentrating on the jarred peanut butter right now. But I love the story of the restaurant. Probably so. the rent went up too high. Well, you know, like maybe his timing wasn't that off because they were talking about doing pop-ups and moving somewhere else. And then, you know, you get everything that's happened with the pandemic and all of that. So, yeah. you know, it might be the new dawn of, the, of a maybe new era. Maybe we should do a pop-up peanut butter. Ooh, that, that would be good. Pop-up. Peanut butter pop-up. So now I'll give you a little <laughs> bit of history because I enjoyed looking this up. Yeah. Um, so the restaurant was born same year as my first child um, and the same year that Kramer on Seinfeld came up with the idea of a peanut butter restaurant. Um, so PB&Co was born. Now, the shop is was opened by Lee Zalbin and he began packaging 10 different flavors, which we'll talk about those. Um, he started off in the restaurant with 21 different sandwiches, which we have the menu. We'll go through a few of them. Daily, the restaurant would go through 40 loaves of bread and 60 pounds of peanut butter. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. So he went through like a, a size of a sixth grader. <laughs> um, they had special loaves. Um, they had a restaurant on the Upper East Side, I think it was, that were larger. They're 1.5 times larger than a regular loaf. Actually, they were in uh, the village. Okay. So, right. well, the, the bakery was up. Oh, maybe the bakery, yeah. yeah. So, no, yeah, they were in Greenwich Village. So, mm-hmm. the so the bread was huge. So, you said that you had that. Did it look like you had reading cartoon bread? Oh, I don't remember that long ago. <laughs> I don't remember yesterday. <laughs> now, I love this, too, because to add to the nostalgia, which they kind of made it look like, well, you can attest to this because mm-hmm. you're in it, sort of someone's kitchen, a bit of a cafeteria, yeah, it, homey. Yeah, it was very homey. Yeah. It was like, oh, this is it? <laughs> <laughs> And they used Fiesta Ware, which I have some Fiesta, my Fiesta Ware, which we will use to taste in a minute. Um, so if anyone has uh, a fan of A Christmas Story, uh, that's the the plates on the table, all different colors in the, from the 20s and 30s. Um, and also in 2010, the restaurant sold a lunchbox special. Now, I saw Lee's mother 
interviewed about this. And she said when he was a kid that when he was sent to school with carrots, a bag of chips, and a peanut butter sandwich, and he couldn't eat the chips unless he ate his carrots and sandwich first. So when you ordered the lunchbox special, you got a side of carrots and a bag of chips. Hmm. Yeah. Something like that. My mother And it all goes together. That's exactly right. You just right. all stick the carrots and the chips onto the sandwich. I would do that. Yeah. I quite like you need the extra need crunch. Extra crunch. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't like crunchy peanut butter, but I'll have that crunch. <laughs> I love crunchy peanut butter. Um now I like the origin story too, where once a week they would lock up at night and grind peanut butter by hand Ooh. with tabletop grinders to be you know, do their week's worth mm-hmm. of supplies. And uh then Dean and DeLuca came to them. And said we they started buying from them and we want more so they had to get yeah a, make it yeah to go from manual to automated yep yeah. and so um, they got a little factory going which we'll get to in a second um, so Lee and Peanut Butter and Company believed in using natural ingredients um, and their peanuts used in the company's peanut butter spreads and powders are made and grown on a hundred and nineteen acre northeastern Arkansas farm. The peanut farm is managed by George Boltz, who serves on the National Board of Peanuts and has worked in farming for over 40 years. And um, there's a little, if you get on their website, by the way, I love the name of their website. I love peanutbutter.com. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, there's like little, I fly Southwest Airlines. That's yeah. right. I, I, I fly SWA. Um, oh, it's easy to remember. Well, that's right, because I do love peanut butter, so that's what I had to do. Um, there's a little clip of George, and he seems he seems like a cool guy. I quite enjoyed that. Now, there was also an era of the single-ingredient restaurant. So I think New York did a lot of this. There was a pudding place, some place oh, that just had pudding place. and a cereal place. Yeah. And so Lee is so credited. I think they came out. Yeah, they came, all came after he did Yeah, that. that's right. Yeah. Because it would be – those are the things you think of when you're just in the middle of the night or drinking with your friends. Yeah. And then he made it work. So uh, all of his products have very honest ingredients. You can yep. read them all. You don't need a uh, an encyclopedia or or not an engineering degree. <laughs> you can pronounce a, everything on pronounce the label. everything. Exactly. You know? So, you know, he uses, uh, you know, just a high oletic, I guess that's mm-hmm. the right word. Oletic, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Peanuts. So the uh, lactic acid is a fatty acid that occurs naturally in various animals and vegetable fats and oils. Uh, salt, cane sugar, palm oil, which is certified sustainable. Sustainable. So yep. we're not killing any orangutans. That's right. Okay. Honey, cocoa, cocoa butter, lecithin, uh, cinnamon, raisins, maple syrup, natural flavor, natural, national, uh, national, natural, natural, natural. <laughs> Told you it's been a tough morning. Uh, <laughs> vanilla. So. And that's the other thing. Like his his label has every little symbol on it. So it's certified vegan, certified gluten-free, non-GMO verified. It's got every little thing on there. It's kosher, of course, uh, because New York. Yeah, well, also Lee's a nice Jewish boy. Yes. Um so and it's uh you know distributed by Peanut Butter Company, New York, New York. That's one below it. One nine. Yeah. Well, and that goes to the theory of having just simple, natural, good tasting mm-hmm. products. Yeah. And it does separate. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, like the problem I had last night. And the reason why it's <laughs> separated is because to make it healthy for you, you don't put hydrogenated oils in it, which are totally unhealthy. Those are like your trans fats. And yeah, stuff. that's right. So high, that's why, you know, any natural peanut butter will separate especially in a warmer weather, just stir it back in. Or if you take the, if you drain the peanut oil off the top, it still tastes good, but it'll be dry. It'll be dry. Yeah. I think yeah. it's worth stirring but, it. Yeah. But if you got to put it with jam and all that, well, if you take that oil off, it'd be less fattening. Yeah. Well, true. There you go. That's so it's like it. a low fat peanut butter. <laughs> and now you've created a new product for them. Yeah. So we'll go through their flavors. So these are the ones that we, we're going to be tasting here. we got Smooth Operator. <laughs> New. Sade's loving it. Yeah. Dark Chocolatey Dreams. Uh-huh. White Chocolatey Wonderful. Yes. Crunch Time. Yep. Mighty Maple. My favorite. Cinnamon Raisin Swirl. Those yes. are all the ones we got here to try. That Cinnamon Raisin is like one of my favorites. Mm. And then we got Simply Smooth, Simply Crunchy. These are the ones we don't have, but that, that – yeah. 
old-fashioned smooth, old-fashioned crunchy. I don't know what's the difference between those. And bee's knees, which has honey in it. Yep. And then you got the peanut butter powder. Which we are carrying. Yeah. And that's good for all the people that are just want the protein. That's right. So you can put in a smoothie. And you can also, um, Mackenzie left some of her protein powder behind when she moved out. So I needed some peanut butter to make something. So I just rehydrated it. Yeah. Yeah, And I just made it into peanut butter. Mm -hmm. Now, you know what? (laughs) My. uh, Phil and Nutella. Me and Nutella. (laughs) I know. So they have a hazelnut spread. Yes, which we have. So it's a dark chocolate hazelnut. Mm-hmm. Because dark chocolate is much better for you. Even their, pe- their chocolate peanut butter is dark chocolate. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's made with 25% less sugar and double the protein because it actually has a legume, in le- a nut in it. <laughs> legume. Know, legume, yeah. Uh, protein that found in the leading brand, whoever that would be, Donna. of chocolate hazelnut <laughs> spreads. So... So if you want to have something healthier, I suggest either if you like the hazelnut taste, go with that. Mm-hmm. Or if you want just a total different substitute, just go with the darker to white chocolate. Yeah. And you have something that has a lot of protein, less fat, less whatever else they put in because it's only 13% hazelnuts in that leading brand because yeah. you can hardly read it, but it is there on the label when you get the magnifying glass out. Anyway. <laughs> okay. I feel. Mm-hmm. Now, so what we're going to do is we are going to taste test these oh, we are. beauties. Yes. Mm. So I'm going to hand out some plates. Okay. There you go, Phil. There you go. You'll be all right. Uh, um, and we have Anna here today with us. Would yeah. you like to try some as well? Yes, oh. I would love to try some. There you go. All right. So, all right. Could we, could we like blix them together? Well, I've got the uh, – sort of old favorites, and I've got the exotics here. So on this plate, we've got the Crunch Time Smooth yeah, Operator yeah. and Mighty Maple. Mm-hmm. And this plate, we've got Cinnamon Raisin Swirl, White Chocolatey Wonderful, yeah, and, and then Dark Chocolatey Dreams. Okay. So, All right. Okay. okay. So Phil's gone for the uh, Mighty Maple. And the chocolate, and I'm going to put it together. Ooh. Oh, you. Look at that. Hoo-hoo. <laughs> Now, you got me. I might do the maple. Oh, it's almost like a Reese's peanut butter cup. <laughs> and mine is oh, fantastic. Wow. So I've done maple and cinnamon raisin. Okay, have you had the white chocolate? Uh-uh. That's so good. It's, it's so smooth. It is. It's beautiful. So I would assume the white chocolate might be the sweetest that they have, just because white chocolate's mm. sweet. It's not. But it's not as sweet as some regular well, raisin, peanut butters with sugar in it. Yeah. The raisin is probably sweeter because raisins are sweet. So this used to be in a store, Phil. Yeah. But then then you didn't have it, but then you've just got this back. Is that right? Yeah. It, 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 um, they went through some changes hmm. at the time and had uh, fell over in Asia somewhere, I think Japan. That was like their, supposedly their sales manager for this region. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know. It just didn't work out. It didn't right. work out for them, but for us. So anyway. But we're back to it. But when, when did this come back? Uh, within the last month. Mm. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they had, I don't think they have it in their line at the moment. They had a spicy one. The heat is on. It was yeah. like a satay one. Mm-hmm. That was really yummy too. So uh, my favorites, I think, because, I, you know, one thing of all the time we had it, I don't remember ever having the white, wonderful chocolate. It's so good. It's so creamy. Mm. You know, it's almost like a des- like a, a different dessert. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what would you call it, but it's it's really, really good. And then I had the chocolate, the dark chocolate mixed with the maple. And now it's almost like a mm. peanut butter cup. That, yes. Mm. Well, I did the um, dark chocolate with the crunch time, and that was yummy. Mm. But my favorite is the mighty maple. Can't get past that one. Now, you know what would be really good for Tell the me. Mighty Maple? What? Do a Mighty Maple on two slices of bread. Yes. And fill it with bacon. Well, funny you say that, Phil. Because bacon and maple. Oh, my oh, God. God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually. It's one of their recipes. It is so one. So now we got to go to their recipes. Yeah, to the menu. And that was called the Mighty Maple Sandwich. Oh, see? They beat me to it. Yeah, but no, because it's a natural combo. And I like the one because I like the cinnamon raisin. That's, I think, cinnamon. I'm going to have to do that at home now. Yes, you will. 
but you're going to have to get your own jar because I'm not giving mine up. <laughs> um, the Mackenzie likes a cinnamon raisin as she puts that on her apples. Mm-hmm. And here is a recipe, cinnamon raisin swirl sandwich, which had cinnamon raisin peanut butter with vanilla cream cheese stuffed with crisp apples sliced. Wow. That is, that's on the second page, Phil. I'm looking at the – I went straight to the gourmet. Oh, yeah. Because I was thinking of that. And um, to go back one, so the lunchbox special that we mentioned is on that. Um, Christina Schleier from third grade, fluffer nutter sandwiches with the uh, fluff, marshmallow fluff on it. Mm-hmm. Um, they also had the Elvis, which you've talked about Elvis's uh-huh. favorite sandwiches. Yep. That's it. Yeah, this is a little healthier. It's only a grilled peanut butter sandwich stuffed with bananas and honey. But no for bacon in it. Dollar more, you can get bacon. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> didn't see the little asterisk there. That's it. How about the uh, pregnant lady? Yeah, no, I thought about that on the way over, but I don't like bread and butter. I like bread and butter pickles, but that's not my favorite. I think it would really good be good with uh, dill. dill pickles. But have you ever tried a hamburger with peanut butter on it? No. That was like the craze like a few years ago. Yeah, I've heard about it. And I did try it and and it was surprisingly good. Well, that's the thing. Well, and my uh, friend, Sal, she and her family, her brother included, eat peanut butter and cheese sandwiches, which, look, I find a bit strange. Yeah, it's a lot of strange things. But. I remember somebody telling me he's eating avocados with bananas. Oh. Mm, I couldn't do it. And look, Jerry Seinfeld's comedy special is in this. So what's on that? So it's a, um, a bagel. Huh? Well, he's done it here with the – it's usually a bagel, but here mm. they've got it as a sandwich. So peanut butter sandwich, um, he does it with a uh, cinnamon, uh, peanut butter, cinnamon, and honey. Okay. Hmm. Let's see. Or you could get a cinnamon raisin bagel and yeah. then put your flavored bagel – Flavored your favorite Frellyburr onto it. That's right. How about the ants in a log? Did you ever have that made for you when you were a kid? No. The Italian family. You would, they used no. to do that in kindergarten for I us. told you about the thing with the ants with the Uncle Joey. Yeah. But that's a different story. Real ants on a log. Yeah. Now, I remember we did a cooking lesson in kindergarten and we all made ants on a log, which is celery. And then you stuff it with peanut butter, and then you put little raisins on top. So on his uh, special menu, he mm-hmm. gets off of peanut butter on some of them because yeah. he goes like the grilled cheese and the okay. chicken salad. Chicken salad. Now, that's the biggest dilemma. When people come here from America and they go and they could have a, a, a an egg salad sandwich or a chicken salad, they give you like sliced egg and then all this lettuce and tomatoes and all this other. It's not. It's a, not a chicken salad. That yeah. happened to me the first time I ordered a tuna salad sandwich. Yeah, and it was like sliced. It was like a dry tuna, tuna out of the can. Yeah, just plopped onto a piece of bread with lettuce and tomato. On it. And I was just like, uh, <laughs> "Here, take all my money, but I'm going to throw this out." I was like, "No." Well, he has even has here a uh, bologna and cheese sandwich. Now you need to have. Your potato chips. Yeah, don't eat the bologna. <laughs> you know what the mafia does with bologna. I was going straight to my bologna has a first name. Yeah. And tuna and melt. Then, and then turkey sandwich, turkey sandwich with uh, tomato, mayo, and mustard. Mm. Oh, that's good. See, these are all tastes of home. Yeah. Like just, it's like what he wanted. It's a comfortable nostalgia. Yeah. And then in the dessert, so, you know, peanut butter is perfect for dessert. So peanut butter cookies, peanut butter brownies, chocolate peanut butter pie, peanut butter parfait. And then the other thing, you know, when you get a sandwich in, in New York or anywhere in America, you get a good sandwich. You do. Over here, most of the times you get, you know, you get a ham and cheese, you, it's a wish sandwich. <laughs> Which you had more. More ham, more cheese. Yeah. That's right. One slice of ham. Could you spare it? Oh, you know? well, yeah. That's like when I got- I, It's not. It's the type of hand you got to hold up and you can see the person next to you. That's it. <laughs> I had, I told you, I had a sandwich of disappointment the other day because I went and got- Sandwich a- of disappointment. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> you should have seen me when I came back. I was just like, uh, I ordered a toasted- um, ham and cheese sandwich, and they didn't put any butter on the outside of it. Oh, so yeah, it was it just was dry on it was just outside. like flat, but hot, was, dry bread. They were looking after you. They wanted to make it healthy. You know what? If I want them to look after me, I will. T- so I had to come back and I've got the pickle maize and put that inside of it because it was so dry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, sandwiches, 
well, they really haven't come a long way here. <laughs> they need to improve more. Yeah. Even, so, well, Subway, everything's fresh, supposedly, but they cut the meat three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. When you had your lunch canner or your lunch and yeah. did you, you would have done big sandwiches, yeah. did you? Yeah. yeah. And proper main. And that's what everybody was coming in there. And they were saying, why does this chicken sizzle so much better than everybody else's? It's the same chicken. You know, you buy from one guy, he sells to everybody. Yeah. You know, it's already prepared. And it was the mayonnaise because mm. I used American mayonnaise. Yeah, real mayonnaise. And at the time, I was able to bring in mayonnaise and no problems with quarantine. or they, Yeah, okay, no problem. You know, and I was bringing in these big boxes mm-hmm. of, you know, 20-pound box of mayonnaise, you know, and never had a problem. Now, you want to bring in a, you know, an eight-ounce jar. Whoa, you got egg yolks in there. How many <laughs> egg yolks are in there? Well, hey, we almost it have what? How long have we been going? It's like twenty two minutes into this, yeah. and we've got the rant. Yeah, yeah, we got the rant. Okay. So we forgot that old segment, but no, it's true. Now we'll go back to PB and Co. Yeah. Peanut Butter and Co. So they also had a cookbook. Mm-hmm. So now here's a couple of reviews Brendan found. Um, so, so this is a great book that has given me excellent ideas for packing lunches for me and my family. I I am not the most imaginative man in the world when it comes to preparing meals. I'm meat and potato. I'm a meat and potatoes man, so my meals are quite boring. Enter this book, and life has changed. Let me focus on the sandwiches, as this was my biggest concern in trying to break the monotony of ham and cheese sandwiches. I have tried every sandwich in this book, and I am hooked. And another one is I find joy in making and consuming these masterpieces while enjoying the scenery at a park near my place of employment. I've now started to create my own variations and loving it. Take my advice. If you also lack imagination when it comes to culinary endeavors, you absolutely will not regret buying this book. Well, then the other thing, if you can't yep. find a book, mm-hmm. okay, go on to their social network on Peanut Butter and Company. Yeah. So Facebook or whatever. Yep. And then, you know, where it says like and all that. And then they start sending you maybe not, I wouldn't even say every once a week, but every so often you'll get. Oh, here's a new recipe from PB. It might be on Twitter. I don't know which, but I get them all yeah. the time. And it's always different recipes that they're sending out. Oh, here's a new recipe. Bang, bang, well, bang. Their recipe archive on their website is huge. So we've all had a look at that. And we'll have some of that. Um, well, we'll be talking about, well, one was peanut butter soup which is an African soup usually. And then remember, we used to have a mix for that. Yeah, so we used to have uh, the Jimmy Carter peanut butter soup. (laughs) (laughs) And there was a San Francisco one too, which didn't make sense um, to me. Yeah. Sorry, I have been corrected to get the mic. So now I'm going to go through it quickly. Closer. 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 (laughs) But if you get on ilovepeanutbutter.com, we'll put a link up as well. Shut up. (laughs) Okay, knucklehead. It's the end of it. Right. Peanut butter soup. So you can get this just in the search section, put peanut butter soup in there. And there's a couple of recipes. So be a lot of different recipes. Oh, yeah. Some so, be savory, some be hot. That's know. right. Um, they've got, um, it's got uh, butter or avocado, or coconut oil, celery, onion, flour, five cups chicken stock, one cup unsweetened crunchy peanut butter, whole milk or soy milk, Um Actually, a lot of the recipes, you can easily veganize them. Like yeah, they do it for you. You don't have to use, use, use no. vegetable broth. Yep. Yeah. Light cream, or, um, two teaspoons brown sugar, hot sauce to taste, salt and freshly ground pe- pepper, and a third cup chopped roasted nuts that you serve on top. Yeah. Here's a uh, helpful hint from Heloise. Uh, <laughs> so, Robert, when you yes, uh, do a chicken broth, you know, like in, of course, you use like a, a powder or a tablet or whatever, you know, one of those type of broths. Yes. Bouillon. Yeah, bouillon. <laughs> Like, could you tell the difference between a chicken, beef, or vegetable? No. No. <laughs> it's, so there you go. Yeah, that's it. It's a li- <laughs> well, actually, you know what? It's funny. Just like that, I opened it. Like, I just stuck some in a jar, and I'm yeah. like, oh, God. <laughs> Which one are we? <laughs> What's it thinking? And you taste it. You don't yeah, but I'm not going to – first of all, I'm not going to lick a bouillon cube. But secondly <laughs> – I used to do it as a kid. <laughs> you know, I can You never that. did that. I never licked a bouillon cube. You lived a selfish life. I did used to eat jello crystals. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I just got a news flat from our producer. This is fire fryer. This just came over to hot wire. Right. 41 pages of recipes on their website. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. I'm not, yes, sir. I'm going on to the next one. Okay. It's his fault. Okay. Peanut butter swirl toffee. Which is fantastic, which would be like almond roco with a bit of peanut butter. 
Mm-hmm. So you make a toffee with um, sugar butter um, and you get it to the color. What did they have? They have an actual temperature you can go to. Um, my grandma used to write our toffee recipe as until it's the color of a brown paper shopping bag. Oh, that's, that's it. So that's you make your toffee, you pour it into a baking sheet, and then you um, put chocolate chips over the top that mm. will melt, and then you heat up some peanut butter. Mm. And then pour that over the top, and then it all wow. sets. And peanut butter magic shell. This is fantastic. This might even be like a knowledge nugget yeah, because. So, so this is like what you put on ice cream. Yeah. So Anna, listen. So, Don't go away, Anna. Where are you going? You know the magic shell <laughs> that you get that gets hard. She's the trick of that is coconut butter or coconut oil. Yeah. Because it solidifies when it's cold. Oh. So you get a half cup peanut butter, smooth operator, they suggest, yeah. and a quarter cup of coconut oil. Mix it together, like melt it together, and then you pour it on top of the ice cream and it sets like magic shell. Wow. So you can do that with chocolate wow, and anything chocolate. else. Wow. Yep. There you go. This is the coconut Learn something oil. new every day. So no, I don't have to wait for the Mr. Softy truck. No. <laughs> so they are all available on the I Love Peanut Butter website. Okay. All right. So now we're going to wrap this up and we're going to come back with some our new look final segments are coming up soon. So stay tuned. Get ready. Okay, we're back. We are. With our new segments. Woohoo! Right. And they're going to vary each week. Mm-hmm. So, so here's t- our first new segment, which is a, a shorten of an old segment. Goes yes. Condensing it. And it's at the end when it used to be at the beginning. Yep. So there you go. It's housekeeping. Woohoo. Woo. Okay, so the code of the month, which is just going to be a week. Is like, suds. Is suds. Like, how do we get suds? Because. Suds. Oh, beer? Yeah. Well, we're going to do Margaritaville, but thought people couldn't spell it. What? Margaritaville. Oh, Margaritaville. So we yeah. Suds. Yeah, suds. Okay, suds. Right, that was my fault. I'm sorry if anyone doesn't like it. Okay. Uh, now, on the USA Foods website, click on the listener discount logo, and that will, or you can search for listener discount, and you'll find out what is on special. Mm-hmm. Um, the store, as we know, is open seven days a week. The hours are on the website, so have a look. And you can subscribe. Subscribe, I can't speak today. Share and engage with the podcast at podcast at usafoods.com.au. And in a few minutes, with a new segment we have, I'm going to uh, have a call to action for our listeners. Call to action. That's right. Get ready. I, da, 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 da. That's right. Because I want to hear dum, a few of dum, their ideas dum, as well. Dum, so dum, 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 dum. <laughs> I'm high on peanut butter, and so we are. <laughs> Okay, Phil, your turn. We can take you higher. <laughs> All right. So national food holidays become food celebration day. Well, I it's a new... <laughs> I had a comment for that, but I won't say it. No, thank you. Okay. It's a new list because it's also international. The International Film Festival. Well, we were getting Brought a bit to you bored. by Butoni. <laughs> I think he's perked up, folks. Right. Um, now, we will rotate between ourselves the Ripper Recipe Roundup. And so January. So it's National Baking Month. It is. National Hot Tea Month. Which we both enjoy. Yeah. National Soup Month. You can tell this is all done in a northern hemisphere. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And tomorrow is International, the International Chocolate Chip Chocolate Cake Day. (laughs) And that will be Barber's Ripper Recipe. Yes, it is. Now, and also Monday will be National Hot Chocolate Day. All right. So when are you going to give that recipe? recipe? I'm going to do it right now. now oh, now? Whoa. Oh, my God. Okay, get it out. Let's no, go. You're friend. wasting time. Come on. I can't Probably do money. Yeah. can't deal with the pressure. Okay. Now, I found this recipe, which is the closest to my cake that I love making. And this is from the State Home Chef. We will give you a link for it. Okay. So you can find it. So, Mom, click the link. I'm not going to – I'm going to say it real fast, and you can't write it down. Okay, so it's it's moist, that word. Here we go. So for the cake ingredients, it's um, three cups all-purpose flour, three cups sugar. You can also half that. It doesn't need three cups sugar. One and a half cups unsweetened cocoa powder, a tablespoon baking soda. Um, it's one and a half teaspoons baking powder, one and a half teaspoons salt, four large eggs. One, here's the trick. One and a half cups buttermilk. Mm. Need buttermilk in this. Make surprise. Sorry, it's like pancakes. pancakes yeah, are better yeah. Than uh, one and a half cups warm water, a half cup of vegetable oil, and two teaspoons vanilla extract. Now, when you use the vegetable oil, do not 
um, substitute with olive oil unless you really love the taste of olive oil because it will make a difference in taste. You need a flavorless oil. Yeah. Um, I like olive oil cake. Don't get me wrong. So, and also you need um, chocolate cream cheese buttercream frosting. Now, this I have not tried, but I will because it sounds great. One and one half cups butter, eight ounce cream cheese, one and one half cups unsweetened cocoa powder, three teaspoons vanilla extract, seven to eight cups powdered sugar. You can't cut back on that one. Because it's the bulk oh, it's, of it. It's sorry, it's supposed to be sweet. Yeah, that's right. And it's just the frosting. And about a quarter cup of milk as needed. Can I just say again, as a uh, service to our Australian listeners, when it says a stick of butter. 250 grams? It, no, it's a half of our, an American stick of butter yeah. is half of one of ours. Oh, okay. Okay. So when it says a stick of butter, it's a half of a stick of our butter. So half of two. They don't come in sticks here. They come in blocks. Well, that's right. Yeah. So if you cut a block in half, then you got a stick. Okay. If you say so. Half a block. block. Yeah. All right. Because people ask that all the time at work. It's like an avenue block or a street block. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Um, So if you ever have been making that mistake, you'll find things will spread a lot more. They won't hold up. So that's it. Although butter is always better. Mm -hmm. So you're going to bake the cake the usual way. I'm not going to give you all of that because you can click the link. Yep. Go to the link. Go to the link, and it's um, moist and beautiful. You can also in- add coffee into that. Replace some of the liquid with coffee, if you like. There you go. There and you, you have go. a coffee cake almost. Well, mm. Or yeah. coffee and chocolate. Then you don't have to save them, but just don't give them tea. Because <laughs> can't have tea and coffee together. All right. Oh so now we're going to go to listener mails, and we got uh, your mother. Except Brennan spelt it wrong. Look how he spelled that. I know. Mom. Mom. Your mom. That's a flower. My yeah. mom. Yeah. M-O-M. Um, she FaceTimed me yesterday and you saw that. Mm. So she loved the recaps. Um, to, she said they were almost seamless and she thinks you're always a delight. I am. That's my prize, the seamlessness. Oh, the seamlessness. <laughs> <laughs> but that you're always a delight. Yeah. Just made me a little, she's a little bit, made me a little bit sick. Now, and Leslie said that Barbara is too hard on Phil. She's right. <laughs> I think Anna, who's with us, called me savage. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> I'm used to it. You know, I get it at home, sorry. I get it here. You know, <laughs> you got it doesn't everywhere. go far from me. I don't know. <laughs> Only thing that loves me is the animals. Well, they do. Yeah. Ralphie, Comey, uh, snow, Snowball, or what a marshmallow used to come around. I don't see marshmallow anymore. I don't know. I think they locked him up or they put him to a farm or something. Took him to the farm where my yeah. dog went. But now I, I got a, a substitute cat, a little brown one that comes around. And, yeah, 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 yeah. Where did these cats find me? You're like St. Francis yeah. of Assisi. Yeah, and they, oh, the, they don't like them anymore. I, I don't like them anyway. Janessa still likes them. Okay. And they come stare at me. You know, like they come up to the window, like I'm downstairs, and they come up like, and they just start staring. They're in. They're looking right at the window, and they're like, like Jeanette has names for all of them. She knows who they are. Oh. <laughs> That's all right, right. So we heard from Liz J, yep. who has been listening since the beginning, and it and I said, "Wow, it was better than the cricket, and faster too." Thanks for all your podcasts through the year. And she also wished us a Merry Christmas and all, and that which is lovely. Thank and, you, Liz and Neil, who is also been an you know an OG an listener. That's mm. it. Please also consider having a shop in Bentley as well. I would be shopping there every day. I used to visit the Bentley shop with my parents. I'll try to bring them into the Moravin store. <laughs> Where it, we did Bentley. <laughs> <laughs> He's not gone back, Neil, but I know what you mean. Yeah. I know. Um, now, Phil, over to you. Okay, so I'm going to do my personal best product. Well, I don't know if it's like personal best, but it's like one of my favorite things. Well, that would be a personal best. Yeah, okay. So it's a uh, Pioneer brand. Pepper gravy. Yum. Now, the only reason why we bring in a Pioneer brand peppered gravy Mm -hmm. is because all the other ones contain chicken fat or beef fat or some other fat that's an animal fat. And where it gets, yeah, there's a problem with uh, quarantine. Okay. We're not going to start with that. So, but because it's pepper gravy, it's not very peppery. If somebody didn't, if somebody said to you, oh, it's pepper gravy, you would never pick it. Okay. Okay. So it's a nice white gravy, very simple to make. And most people would use this type of gravy on biscuits, yeah, biscuits okay, or chicken fried steak, mm-hmm. but not me. Now, what do you put it on? Cauliflower. Ooh, that is Steamed a good Steamed cauliflower or, you know, just softened boiled cauliflower because it brings me back to my mother. Aww. My mother always made white cream sauce and put it on cauliflower as a kid, and mm-hmm. I just loved it. Yep. Yeah, I couldn't get enough of it. 
So if you have kids that you're trying to get to eat veggies. Just cover it in this. Or figure out a way to make a, a, a white sauce yep. that tastes good and then pour it onto, you know, cauliflower or peas. I like it on peas broccoli. too. Oh, cream peas broccoli. are beautiful. Yeah. Yep. And there you go. And the kids will be eating it like there's no tomorrow. That sounds good. I should try that for you, Brendan, because you don't like peas, but I bet you would like it cooked that way. It's how I started to eat cauliflower. Cream cauliflower. Yeah. Put the sauce in it. Okay. Exactly the same. Ah, yeah. when. See, see, maybe it was an Australian thing doing the white sauce because my mother's Australian. Yeah. yeah. And every time we had a roast on Sunday and she made, you know, if she made that, if she made cauliflower, you know, we said a cream sauce. Well, okay. I am going to pick some up. I'm going to try that because he won't eat peas. And it's easy to make and it doesn't get lumpy or anything. Well, it would because it's like all the hard work's taken out of it. Uh, with the they, well, you first you got to, like, I think with anything, you got to do it as cold yep. and mix the dry and the wet. Yep. And then you heat it up slowly, and you got to you got to be there, but you got to be there. I to don't stir. leave anything on the stove. Uh, so I know people that do. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, then They're it will come out so like well. you could use it like Emil's white glue after that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now yes. we're going to go to another new section. Yep. Knowledge nugget. Okay. Now let me just go about the origin of this a bit, yeah, and then please. we'll do it. Well, these are the sort it's of like things. like a chicken nugget or? Yeah. No. So these are the sort of things that, you know, when you're cooking, I'll say to my kids, hey, come here. Like, don't crowd the mushrooms. They won't brown. Right. If, you know, like, and I'm not going to give them all away right now because I'm doing, and this is for someone like Anna. Hello. Hello. Uh-huh. Anna has the office across from mine. And Anna didn't know how to make rice. And I told you the other day. Oh, I knew you were going to come for me over people, this. People, we it. talked about that once, but people are scared about making rice. And, and it's like eat, the simplest yes, thing to that's make. that's right. I think the concern is valid, personally. <laughs> no, I was gobsmacked when you told me how to properly make it. I won't even use yeah. a rice cooker. And the instructions are on the rice cooker. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, I learned how to make rice when I was, we were, where were we living? In Brooklyn, I think, and or might have been New Jersey. And I went to one of these one-day courses of how to make sushi when sushi first came out. Oh, yeah. I went to like this Japanese guy's house, and it was like four people there. And we made sushi. And the first thing he taught us, how to make rice. That's it. And that's it? That's how you make it? That's easy? Do you know there's another cheap- But then, you know, but then to make sushi rice, then it's- It's different. It's afterwards, after. Yeah, when you cool it. There's um, actually another cheat way, because I was was a member of a Filipino family for a while, too. So when you- so I told her the ratio, right? Yeah. That was the trick and all of that. Yeah. But the other thing is that ratio, if you stick your finger on in the pot, no boiling water, but it, if it's over to your first knuckle, the water, that's the right ratio as well. And that works every time. Every time. Yeah. But it's two to one. Yeah, that's it. I did tell her that. Yeah. And then, you know, I don't know how you learned, but this is what the guy said. You, so you mix it and you drain it and you do it again. Wash it, yeah. Yeah. I never wash it. Wash it. Exactly. They said <laughs> yeah. wash it. Watch. It's like two eggs separated, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> Phil moved two things away from each other. Yeah. Uh, so it, you know, you put it on high, get it up to a boil, put it down to simmer, put a lid over it. And he said, don't look at That's it. Right. Don't touch it. Don't do anything to it. Walk away. Walk away for 20 minutes. That's it. And you're done. And it's perfect every time. Don't look at it. The Make next- sure it's low enough, bud. Because if you got too high, it'll evaporate too quick. Yeah. See, but now there's already so many rules. It's all, what? There's no rules. There's no rules. <laughs> you Boil, like simmer, this. cover, don't look. Those are rules? All right. I'm going to try this. <laughs> you can call me. And then I, I when you do it, you in. can call me yeah. and you can tell me and I'll walk yeah. you through it if you okay. know. Beautiful. All right. But so I was thinking of, you know, some people yeah. that haven't picked some of these things up where we might not have been – Standing at, you know, at their grandmother or mother's, you know, yeah. waist watching them cook. So, so the, they're short. They are very short, Brendan Francis. Yeah. Yes. Like your temper sometimes. Mm. Yes. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> okay. Now Phil's going to go first. I'm going first. Okay. Yeah. You know what a cooking circle is? No. It's a circle of friends that cook. No. <laughs> it's a, I've been in a quilting circle. Okay. Yes. I didn't notice the other day. Tell me. All right. So a cooking circle is you like you go to the store. Yes. And the things that you make the eggs in that they look. These, yeah, the egg rings. Egg rings. Yeah. That's a cooking circle. So they come in. If you go to a cooking store. They'll have different. They'll have different sizes. Right. And if you want to get fancy smancy. Yeah. Okay. Like at a restaurant and you see everything so nicely done. Yeah. And so if it wasn't for the cooking circles, these guys will have crap all over the place. Like this me. Will be leaking out there. That'd yeah. be going over there. So you put you put your cooking circle down and you put 
what you're serving there in the middle of the cooking stove. You take it out. And that's how you keep everything separate and make it look pretty. Oh, nice. Yeah. So that's the key for all these chefs when they say, oh, look how nice looking. You're taking your pictures and you, it's you're not sending rustic. it. Right. You're sending it to everybody because they're using cooking circles to separate everything and make everything look pretty. That's a serving suggestion. What? Why? Well, that's what it is. You're giving it. It's a serving suggestion. Well, Boom. How to serve it. Yeah, how to serve. Well, and no, that's but how that's you, how to make it look nice no, on your good. plate. No, yes. Okay. Okay. I mean, it's not just for eggs anymore. No. That's right. Or pancakes. Or pancakes. Yeah. But there's other things that you want round. Mm-hmm. And you know what? This came to me, you know, because you watching I, Curtis Stone? No. Making my pizzas because I could get them uh, semi-round, little oval. Yes. And then I said, how am I going to get these things round? And the only thing that I came about is like if I cook it in a, in a cast iron skillet, right. oh, I can form it in that. Mm. That makes and sense. that makes it round, you know, until I get the knack of it to make it round naturally, you know, that's which that, I might that never That is get. a great idea. But that's sort of like the same thing. I love it. There you go. Okay. okay. Now you go. Now mine is when they ask you to whisk things, or not to whisk things, to uh, sift things. So sift your dry ingredients together. Yeah. Well, I have my great-grandmother's like sifter, which is a real pain in the rear end because I don't know how old everything's in there and you can't wash them properly because it glugs up. <laughs> so all you have to do is put all your dry ingredients in it and use a wire whisk mm-hmm. and just whisk it. Yeah. That's the same as sifting same it. And also the new flowers nowadays, um, you don't really have to sift. You do need to sift your icing sugars and things like that, but it's not like the old days with the bits in it. You can you can go without sifting often. Now, with knowledge nuggets, so mm. these little things, this is my call to action. You guys would have stuff that you know, a trick your mother taught you, you never forgot. Yep. You know, another one I have is no matter what pie it is, this is my friend Amy Pope, her mother, Marsha Gatz, mm. you just put a pinch of salt in it. Everything needs a pinch of salt. And it's true. It lifts all the flavor. So if you have something like that, um, please send it in to us, USA Foods, or podcast at usafoods.com.au. Yep. Okay. So next week's show, 15-minute meals. That's right. So those, we got to time it. Ready? That's like- Steady cook. Yeah. Well, like Jamie does Jamie, yeah. Yeah, He does those 15-minute meals. There's so many things that you just throw together in 15 minutes. That's right. And Rachel Rice, she does like, she does 30 minutes, but you can tweak that. And there's helpers on that too. We could talk about 15-minute things that could help you make it, get your time down in 15 minutes or even less. Yeah, absolutely. So, and you know, we're all a bit busy at the moment. So sometimes a bit of convenience Mm -hmm. is not bad because I'd rather have a home-cooked meal, maybe someone chopped my onions for me, but Mm -hmm. that's okay. Okay. That's all right. So that will be next week. Okay. So is that it? Boy, that was fun. I know. We just flew right through that. We did. Okay. So you could do the sign off. Okay. So is Diana Verland. Verland, who was amazing. She, thank you. She was um, an editor of Harper's Bazaar and Vogue from the 30s up until the 60s. -hmm. And um, she said, peanut butter is the greatest invention since Christianity. Sure that wasn't chastity? <laughs> if you oh, knew, there's an eye in there. No, that's no, no. right. Yeah. If you saw, if you knew a little bit my, about, I had to put my glasses on. Yeah, back that's on. It. If you knew a little bit about her life, chastity wasn't chastity was not involved. Okay, that's right. She lived a good life, and she's full of good quotes. I, you should look her up, people. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, till next week. Get ready. Guess it. And we'll see you then. That's Bye. right. See ya. <laughs> bye bye. That was chaotic. It's <laughs> so good. That's how it has so to be. <laughs>